Seven seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Thanks to Kia. Yes, sponsors of Sports Day with Peter Vlahos. Great to have your company on this Monday. Just quickly before we speak to Kate Harvey, just trying to knock over a few of the uh, temporary bedshed text uh, machine uh, messages that have come through on 0487 736 736. You heard my editorial about the AFL uh, at the top of the program dropping the first round of fixtures at the time the full-time whistle sounded in Australia's 2-1 loss to Argentina. And I just thought it was just very ordinary. But anyway, uh, Never Valben, he says, Hi, Peter. It reeks of insecurity. The AFL is so insecure about other sports and having success that it tries to saturate and dominate the market to the point that actually people are starting to switch off. We're actually getting a bit sick of it. And when you try and make people addicted to a product, it eventually backfires on you. I barely watched any footy last year. Many people, and my friends included, are doing the same But then we had this from Trav. Can't agree with your comments regarding the AFL giving a free kick to soccer. They would never give us one uh, if our sport was maybe uh, being played in Europe. Uh, So there you go, the shoes on the other foot. And this one from Lise. Uh, Hi, Pete. Couldn't agree with you more in the AFL's timing yet again. They don't want any other sporting code to take the shine of the AFL backyard school stuff. I was up at 3am and what a game. All of Australia should be very proud of the coach Graham Arnold and the Socceroos. It was a huge effort and they wore the green and gold with pride and they'll be back to take the world on again and Matt Ryan can hold his head up high, the captain of the Socceroos. Good on you, Lise. Thanks for that. Kate, Hardy, Kate Harvey now joins us. He's the uh, head of high performance at the West Australian Cricket Association. Kate, thanks for your time. All good, Pete. How are you? How was the weekend? Uh, going well, thanks, mate. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, the, the weekend was good. Bit of Test cricket. Um, yeah, the Shield guys uh, had a good crack at trying to get get six points. And, yeah, um, yeah, one yeah, stage at six. For, on yeah, one stage when they had Queensland six for thirty, I thought they might go through them, but they held on. What was it, seven for ninety in the end, and it was a draw. But still, our WA boys undefeated in the Sheffield Shield and just flying beautifully at the moment. But first, let's uh, talk, and we'll get back to the Shield in a moment because we know that his performances have been quite outstanding. Let's talk about Lance Morris and his elevation into the squad for the second test against the West Indies at the Adelaide Oval. What a great uh, pat on the back for Lance, who has been the leading wicket-taker in Sheffield Shield cricket so far this summer. Oh, I just threw it for him. You know, he's a, he's a lovely young bloke. He's, he's from down south. He's a good Scarborough boy. Um, in local Premier cricket, so that's even better. Um, and he's been, you know, he's essentially done what he's done this season for, you know, he sort of backed up what was a really good year last year. He, um, you know, he was a big part of helping us win a Sheffield Shield. He, he added ball speed and um, and a bit of grunt to a, you know, a otherwise very skillful attack. Um, and so, yeah, it's for some, they may not know Lance, um, you know, externally from WA cricket or, or, um, or more broadly, but certainly within our estimations, um, yeah, he, he's right up there in terms of what he's uh, what he's been able to do the last two years, and it's a it's a nice reward for him. He's worked really hard, and um, you know I think when he gets his opportunity, um, as I said, he's a ripping young bloke, and um, he'll make the most of it, no doubt. There, no doubt, is a clear sign that the selectors have an eye on him for the future here, Cade. And when you look at the 24-year-old, he's considered a like for like for Mitchell Stark, particularly if Stark does not recover in time, and you think that. Uh, yeah, Morris will probably get his uh, test debut, but it all depends on Stark. Saying that, tell us more about his ability to bowl and the speeds that he can clock. Uh, people are saying he can bowl up to 150 kilometres per, per hour. 
and that is seriously quick. Yeah, he's rapid. Um, I've been the bowling coach prior to this role, so I've seen a little bit of him him come through and work closely with him and, and seen, you know, sometimes you wanted him to dial it back a little bit um, as he was sort of winding up the lackey, mm. but he, um, he's just got natural ball speed. You know, he's got long levers, he's a big, tall kid, extremely athletic, um, and whilst he's working hard, he's just got a, you know, he's got that innate ability to bowl quick and um, you know that's that's something that he's he's worked hard at, but it's also you know, it's just inherently built in him the ability to be able to do it. So he's um yeah he's done a really good job, and and like I say, the, the athletic type he's you know he's bowled long spells. You know he's been clocked at 153, I think, in Shield cricket this year, um, consistently above 145. Um, and as a, as a, as any batter knows, that's um you got someone coming you at 145 consistently. That's hard work, and I think the greatest thing that he does is that he's brought other bowlers into the game. You know, so if you're a spinner at the other end or you're plying your trade at the other end, um, you know, sometimes they uh, they aren't that keen to have a look at Lance and uh, and might try and move the game forward at the other end. So um, he's been huge for us, not just in the wickets column, but in in terms of the how our attack our attack more wholly shapes up. Can I just clarify, because I mentioned Mitchell Stark here. We know Pat Cummins, uh, the Australian captain's in a bit of doubt, but there's also talk about the fact that uh, Josh Hazelwood and Mitchell Stark, who had to complete, what, 43 and 45 overs respectively, and the quick turnaround, that they, they may be sore and may be rested because there is a long, long summer ahead. So hence why I think Lance Morris has been called in, just in case Mitchell Stark doesn't uh, recover in time because of his uh, big bowling load here at Optus Stadium. Your thoughts on the Test match, uh, Kate? A lot of talk has been said about the attendance figures. But in the end, when you start a Test match on Wednesday, I remember as a young kid growing up at the Wacker, it often used to start on a Friday. And Friday was like a public holiday here on the Test match day. I think in the end, starting on Wednesday was detrimental to the Test match. Uh, any thoughts on it all? Oh, look, I think there's, there's very rarely ever one reason for those sort of things. I thought, um, you know, all, all those things you mentioned, a Wednesday, you know, the West Indies aren't the might and power that they used to be. But, you know, I thought they were they were pretty brave with the bat in particular. And, um, you know, a combination of the wicket maybe being a tiny bit flatter than what we thought and, and West Indies, you know, having a real crack with the bat. It was nice to see the game go, to, go into a fifth day. But, you know, as has been mentioned before, there's a lot of cricket that's happening. Um, you know, it's... It's very rarely that you don't turn the TV on one day and there's a test match. I think people still love watching Australia play and a lot of people are following it. You know, it's clearly on broadcast. So I think there's a whole heap of reasons, but I think we'll see big crowds once we get to, you know, the Boxing Day and the and the Sydney test where, where I'm sure the people will flock back in. Um, but there has been a, you know, following a World Cup, um, you know, there's been a lot of cricket on. So um, maybe some of those stronger teams will, will attract a, a stronger crowd going forward. Going back to our Sheffield Shield team and possibilities for maybe national selection going forward, a lot of talk regarding Dave Warner's tenure at the top of the Australian batting order. I tell you what, a fellow that is literally knocking on the door is Cam Bancroft. He's in exceptional form, isn't he, at the moment? Yeah, I think Cam's, um, you know, done some work on his game. He's, he's had experience at international level. Um, he's technically in great shape. Um, and he's always had the power of, of batting long periods of time. I think he's been really important for us, as he was last year and this year. I think Sam Whiteman's doing a fantastic job. Um, Sam's game's gone to another level. He's made big, big hundreds, shield hundreds, shield final hundreds. Um, and, and having a really stable, um, experienced opening batting partnership, it's not rocket science in cricket. I think the long-form games, if you've got um, you know, a really strong opening pair, they're good mates off the field, um, that's been a big part of our success the last two years. So I think both those guys... 
um, are doing a great job and um, no doubt when David Warner decides enough's enough that, um, and, and you know, Usman Khawaja, fantastic player, but at the back end of his career, it, you know, there's probably some opportunities in that in that uh, in those opening positions over the next 12, 18 months. Maybe. I tell you what, Mitch Marsh can't take a trick, can he? All of a sudden, we were looking forward to seeing him uh, perform and smash the ball out of the ground here up the stadium for the Perth Scorchers, and now he's out for the whole campaign. Uh, that is real bad luck. Yeah, it's tough for Mitch. That ankle's given him a grief, or his ankles have given him some grief for a while. So, um, yeah, it's a shame because I think over the last 12 months, 18 months, he's found a real confidence in T20 cricket in particular, batting three. You know, it's a high responsibility spot for the Australian team. And, you know, he's found some confidence internationally. So, I mean, it's never good timing for those things. But I think, you know, Mitch is 31. He's still got, he's still hopefully, I saw him briefly today and he's in good spirits and the, and the surgery's gone well. So, um, ho- hoping it's not a really long layoff, but it was certainly an investment in the next two, three, four years of his cricket to be continue to be a you know an all rounder, an all round option, um, you know across all formats. So um, certainly happy for him to get this right and, and and be back out there sooner rather than later. And saying that, I read with interest that he was one of the reasons why Fafta Duplessis, uh, the South African champion batsman, wanted to come to Western Australia because he wanted to play with Mitch at the Perth Scorchers. They sort of got to know each other pretty well because they were part of the same franchise in the Indian Premier League. And now Mitch is going to be a spectator and Faf's going to be wearing the orange, which is a great uh, signing for the Perth Scorchers. Yeah, look, it worked out well. We're really fortunate. Um, you know, once we uh, once we had a spot available that that Faf was keen to come, I'm sure. Well, I know for a fact that a lot of our players are really looking forward to playing with Faf. Mitch has obviously got an existing relationship there, but you know, I know I know a fair few of our players are um, looking forward to playing with him. He's obviously a, an amazing um, international cricketer, but he's also very well regarded off field in terms of his character and his leadership. So, um, all of our guys are looking forward to having him around our group and. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a shame that Mitch won't be there, but uh, Mitch will certainly be around and um, yeah, and certainly help welcome Faf into the group when he gets here next week. Doing an outstanding job, Kate. There's no question. Uh, exciting times for WA cricket with what's happening with the Sheffield Shield. Uh, certainly young players are certainly being earmarked for greater honours. We've got the Perth Scorchers, the most successful franchise in the domestic T20, about to be launched on December the 17th here at Optus Stadium. But the big question is, I do a program with this lady on Saturday mornings here at SENWA between 9 and 11. Nat Medhurst, how's she going? Has she uh, had a performance review yet since starting there at the WACA ground? Uh, no, no performance reviews. Probably uh, three or four weeks in. <laughs> no, she's going. She's going extremely well. She's um, yeah. She just brings a uh, a really great perspective um, as a former athlete and a former elite athlete um, for our girls to to lean on. So um, she's hit the ground running um, and she's been over. She travelled for one trip with the girls and and is is building relationships with the players. But um, no, she's going to be a huge resource for WA Cricket and um, and for our female players in particular. So look forward to her continuing to sink her teeth into it and yeah. um, and seeing um, where, where, you know, sort of her developing in that role. And she reckons you're a good boss as well, Kate. So there you go. Mate, thanks for joining us on the <laughs> no. program, mate. Congratulations. Uh, as I said, it's exciting times in WA Cricket. We are producing some real jewels. Don't worry about that. And we wish uh, Lance Morris all the best going forward. Thanks for your time, mate. Good on you. Cheers, Pete. Good on you. Kate Harvey joining us, uh, the head of high performance uh, at the WA Cricket Association, doing some amazing things down there. As I said, uh, cricket's never been in better shape from a WA perspective with all our teams doing so well, even though in the WBBL, our Perth Scorchers had maybe a season 
that they lacked consistency and just missed out on the finals. But prior to that, they were, of course, top of the tree for a number of years. We'll take a break, uh, come back with more in a moment. Of course, the Perth Wildcats are back in town, aren't they, in their next game? And uh, you can get behind the Perth Wildcats. That was a great win against the New Zealand Breakers. Jimmy, my producer, is wearing the Wildcats polo shirt. Uh, you can get the Wildcats tickets for this season at RAC Arena. All you need to do is head to tickertech.com. Dot .au now. You're looking very smart, Jimmy, in that Wildcats polo, let me tell you. Where's mine and where's Lee's? Eh? It's a quarter to six here on Sports Day.